0: This out on the broadcast on the tubies yeah, say, hello. Yeah, <laughs> hello everyone we are getting ourselves set up with nate strow here thank you all for your patience in how we got to this point we have you know some technical difficulties that sometimes make things temporarily not so desirable but that's when we stay committed and rearrange and, uh reschedule so thank you nate for your your flexibility here uh it's it's yes. it's good to have you on so i shared that link with you on the comment section do you have that
1: um actually no i didn't see it come in
0: all right let me text it to you then i was gonna say yeah maybe just text and work i don't know why that chat on there doesn't work there we go All good yeah man speaking of nate and nick um, I'm curious, does anyone ever confuse your name as Nick? Because many people confuse my name as Nate.
1: Don't even. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is, you know, it literally, no joke, getting into door to door literally actually resulted in me going by Nathan um, because yeah. of a specific reason. Like, for the longest time, I was kind of like, obviously, you know how we all get to that stage where like, call me Nate, call me Nate, I go by Nate or whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah. no, it was literally, I was going by Nate for the longest time. Then I got into door to door and quickly I realized it was either perceived as Nick, Jake, Matt, or something. And I was like, (laughs) Nathan, it's it's Nathan. Hi.
0: There you go. There you go. Simplify, clarify, right? I have a, a friend back home whose name is Nolan and a lot of people call him Nate. And it's funny, the first time we met, I said, hey, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm Nolan. And then we hung out for like two hours and then, We thought each other's name was Nate. And so that's what we call each other to this day. So no, it
1: is. No, that's that's why I laugh, too. With like obviously working so closely with Nick um, over time. It's like, yeah, there's been it's to the point where it's like I respond to Nick. Like I hear Nick and I'm like, yeah, what's up?
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) So that's good. Did you get that link I texted you?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm doing it right now.
0: Beautiful. So I'm going to send that along as well. We'll put that on the ponytails. Yeah, so people need to start getting used to us like taking the first, you know, five minutes or so to to go live and like share that live link because know, we've noticed, noticed that when we do that, our numbers drastically improve. It's ridiculous. So hello, hello to the one person chiming in right now. I don't know who that might be. Doo, doo, doo. So you're in Michigan. How's how's the weather up there today?
1: Pretty good. It's actually this weekend we're coming in. It kind of sounds funny from anybody tuning in from different states and all that. But yeah, we're looking at I think closer to like mid to higher 30s to somewhere in the 40s. So it's like, oh, wow, from Michigan coming from 2030 feel you're like,
0: oh, it's spring. Um, Yeah, true statement, man. I I grew up in Omaha. I know how that that spring transition goes. It's uh, it's definitely different down here in, in Gainesville. It's like yeah. I'm sweating in the middle of the day. It's 86 degrees outside in in March, early March.
1: Yeah, that'll do it. I was gonna say because I lived in. Fun fact about me: I moved moved around a bunch growing up. I think it was 16 or 17 times actually total before graduating um, high school. And, really? Yeah. Um, and one of one of my years, we were down in Brunswick, Georgia. Um, random year down in Brunswick, Georgia. It's right around. I'm trying to think. It's God, Savannah. It's closer to like Savannah. And yeah, we were there for literally just a calendar year and hop, skipped, and a jumped, and back to Michigan.
0: Yeah. What would you say has been your favorite state to live in so far, being a traveling salesman and just a traveler in general? Oh, God.
1: Um, let's go. So pretty much has it all, um, adventure, weather, everything incorporated. I would probably have to say Arizona. Uh, really? Like i've hiked out there a lot i've kind of been even just just with the variety because you can even go phoenix hour and a half whatever north yeah, that's a good uh, point a couple hours more and it's flagstaff and it's totally different yeah, um true statement. some people i don't know if you guys have heard of lake havasu or stuff like that too it's yep. close to the yep
0: I, I, I lived in uh in tempe from march until august of last year before i moved here so, so you got I, to deal, yeah. Yeah, man. It's I, I got to deal with the worst of that that summer sun, and uh, do not recommend even a little bit. It's my least favorite thing about Arizona um, is how much of a desert it truly is in the summertime. But uh, yeah, it was also really cool to go to the Grand Canyon, and uh, love like Sedona and, and those areas. It's just drop dead gorgeous. My personal favorite state to have lived in is Colorado. So. That's, that's just like a real fun, you know, even awesome. though I was there in the, in like the the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I could still go out in the mountains yeah, and uh, enjoy myself. And we had some, some nice and wonderful essential businesses that kept us feeling, feeling happy. You know, so I'm sure you got a few of those. Uh, I was going to say Michigan
1: uh, is, yeah, Michigan has some happy, happy businesses there too. Scattered. It's becoming bigger for sure. <laughs> Um, happy like businesses. Happy businesses. I was gonna say yeah, I feel like it's more <laughs> nationwide become become a thing, but
0: right, right. Well, I, uh, yeah. Transitioning here to your episode. There we speaking, go. Um, it'll it'll be a uh, good to to restart this thing because uh, for those of you who are totally missing the boat here, yesterday uh, we tried to go live and the Wi-Fi went out. I was like, it's like my worst nightmare where I can't do my job, right? Um, so I had to apologize profusely and reschedule. And, um, here we are, um, thanks for, for making the time and hopping back on. Um, we can kind of go through the same, um, conversational route as last time. Um, or we could just kind of do it free ball. Uh, first thing that to, to really start off here is, um, our sponsors. So big thanks to our friends at elevate wellness, Seth and Zane. our our studs, Uh, Seth was on our Derby meeting, which is like our weekly jockeys, all our sponsors get together and share business ideas. Um, He was talking about um, his lead generation methods by using social media. Um, So it's been awesome to, to learn with him because what he does is he just provides tons of value and content so that people can elevate their lives mentally, emotionally, and physically. So if you haven't caught on Elevate Wellness, they do fitness training. Uh, both in gym, breaking down workout plans for people based on their fitness goals, as well as, you know, structuring diets, which actually is like the biggest component to fitness results. Um, And so if you're like me, and you know, you pretend you know what you're doing when you go to the gym, but you don't really know what you're doing, you kind of maybe lift some heavy things, but you want to have like structure and guidance on like, how to even have fitness goals. That's me. I'm like, how do I have a fitness goal? What does that even mean? Right? Well, you know, if we're talking about getting bigger, if we're talking about getting leaner, you know, there's many different ways to, to structure your workout plans, and that's exactly what they do. Um, we're getting them set up to help all of y'all look good on the beach when we go to Mexico in uh, in August for Bizzler. So more on that later. Um, the, the next sponsor here to give a shout out to is Will Metcher. Will helps people suck less. So he's a coach with Southwestern Consulting and has been with them for the last Five or six years, and um, he's working hand in hand with his old Southwestern DSM uh, Andy or Anthony um, Merkel, and so they've been really putting together like a, a team within Southwestern Consulting that has a strong um, success rate with their coaches. Um, so there's like six people on their team, and they're all six-figure earners, and they're they're crushing it. So Will is actually looking for people to help bring structure and perspective to their friends and family um if that's something that you miss about being in southwestern um, it's really cool when you can recruit and train people build skills build character um so what you have the opportunity to do and we can get you in contact with will is help people have clarity on their vision and plans but actually right Um, so yeah more more on all that stuff later we're we're trying to get will on here again at some point check out what he's been sharing on the, the derby meetings that's some pretty good stuff He's our coach and we highly recommend him not just as a coach, but as someone to teach you how to be a coach. Um, um so yeah, we'll met you with Southwestern consulting, and then we got active environmental. So active is providing a career opportunity starting sure. this month and next month, um, where y'all are getting, you know, all the strike up the band, get ready to, to go sell some bug juice. <clears throat> um, so you'll be able to talk about here in a second, Nate, what, uh, what you've been up to, but, uh, working with nick warner and uh the company active you know you set your reps up with full housing and apartments for the summer it's Mm -hmm. a very quick cycle for higher volume anywhere from like seven to ten sales in a day um and it it leads to a pretty significant income so we'll we'll be able to talk about that and how you've been able to reinvest in different areas in your life to to improve um your investment and income portfolios yeah Um, another thing that i've loved Getting to see from you guys is your incredible charity work. Um, so hearing about the, the four major philanthropies that y'all are putting a ton of effort into just like, not just taking care of your own bottom line, but really giving back. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I've loved about Nick in particular having him in my life. Um, he's got that strong service-minded attitude. So um, welcome, Nate. Let's talk about, you know, we can kind of talk about this whole active thing. Um, what would you say is like, your favorite part about working with Active since you joined uh, was it two years, three years ago, right?
1: I've been, yeah. So I'm go, going on my fourth year now with them actually. So running solid three years, yeah. Going on fourth, coming up on fourth summer. But cool. oh man, positives, benefits. There's, I mean, it it goes for itself where it's like, I don't know, so
0: I could it the the t-shirts it's are great. Backpack. <laughs> Oh, look keep, look I was gonna
1: say we can we can keep. Oh God, all this.
0: Definitely, yeah. So Xbox
1: X, all the shoes. No, just look
0: at all, all those fancy hats on the wall. Hats?
1: They give you hats. They're like five dollars, ten dollars. It's like work. For <laughs> <a
0: kid. laughs> love it, man. That's that's great. So you guys, you guys, what it seems like have like a really well built culture. It's intentional. Yes. It's like into the details. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's been like for you. I mean, it seems like it's a bit more of a a successful venture versus, you know, it's kind of a grind to build like a a Southwestern Mm -hmm. organization. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think when we were talking yesterday, you mentioned there's like 35 guys working with your, your group with between you and Nick. Right. And you Mm -hmm. have about 15 or 16 that you've been working with. Right.
1: Yeah. As of last year, obviously this year, yeah, it'll be closer to like the, the 20 range. Um, yeah, honestly, it's just culture because it's we had, I mean, we had a large, not I say large, but we had like a group of us, six or seven, kind of move over initially. Um, when we kind of first, when Nick really graduated, when I graduated, when we first really kind of all took that step, it was Austin, Sam Warner, um, Yusuf Atala, and then some Darren Ho, a couple names out there, and then yeah. Tanner, Tanner Cheatwood too. So we kind of had a crew of us kind of go. And honestly, that kind of just started it. It was like, Again, I mean, obviously we've all all been in books. We've all got kind of like different morals and factors to that that we're kind of like we grow on and like learn from. But it's honestly just kind of keeping that the work ethic side of it there and then coming into this yeah new kind of improved system aspect to it where it's like really once we actually put what we knew already and then kind of like added on top of that and really concreted it um, with our Personal aspects to the culture and kind of making sure we're there. I mean, if, if anybody follows, yeah, Nick or I on social media or Instagram or anything much, I mean, like you can tell just how much we spam and put out. Like it's, you, you can kind of tell where our mindset is. Um, so, yeah, and it's a just kind of creating that. It's been nice from day one having our little group and then just kind of seeing it from there. And yeah, the whole time in between keeping that consistent culture. Uh, going with it and making sure we're all just kind of in that in that in that mindset
0: for sure so we all have the extreme lucky benefit of like putting your nose to the grindstone 80-hour work weeks right it really builds character in a way that no other opportunity has shown itself to like I've, I've seen nick talk about how he'd way rather work with a former book person than someone fresh and new to the door-to-door world with active yeah so, so it's interesting um, and I, have noticed the same with, you know, selling alarms and selling solar and, and selling insurance. Um, there's yeah. just something about that, uh, that Southwestern substrate, right. And, you know, obviously I, I wouldn't go back and say, Hey, don't recruit me, Hannah Reesberg." um, you know, screw you for making my life worse. Cause now I'm addicted to commission sales jobs. Right. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> I mean, you, you were, uh, yeah. were you recruited by Christian as well, like like Nick was. Yeah, cool. Absolutely,
1: and that's honestly like it's Christian. Jesus Christ, if he hears this, anything, I need to actually reach back out more personal level, really, really connect with him because it's like what he actually accomplished in that time. Like what he because it was me, Nick, yeah. um, and then as we speak of it, two other guys that currently work with us at Adaptive, Austin and Cash which and that's a lot of our leadership and after it as well like we were all one summer with christian yeah um and we were all first summer same summer same team and christian was dead so i mean what he did at (laughs) michigan and even what he did with us too i mean yeah that's that's getting more more heartfelt wise but i mean looking back was i mean he was probably i say probably he was probably one of the key if not the key prominent factors of really kind of separating and, and honestly trajectory where i'm at now um yeah, man. which is which is huge because even just taking the, the introverted exercise like you you kind of touched on it last time where it's yeah. like almost, almost this like you wouldn't think of but like by looks almost like a weird little meathead douchebag guy um, <laughs> and then it's like oh shit and it's like but actually introverted very like thoughtful and it's like he kind of created that like he because i obviously i come from like Blue collar, nothing crazy. Like, yeah,
0: let's know. let's hear, let's de- yeah. deconstruct this a little bit. I, w- I want to hear who was Dude, Nate this before is... he started going by Nathan because Nate's confusing in a door to door setting, right? People yeah, are like, wait, Nick, Robert, Matt, <laughs> Robert J? <laughs> no, J. No, it's yeah.
1: not, no, where'd you get the J from? So uh, um,
0: before he became Nathan, who was J. Nate Strahl? Um, you know, as a uh hanging Super,
1: out. Uh, I was going to say, if you want to go chip, well, I can even go take it a little far back. Cause I mean, I had, yeah. I was, I, I was, I was high school and stuff. I mean, I was always again, yes, the introverted, but it's the, the high energy that I never got prescribed or um, labeled, but I'm definitely some type of
0: <laughs> attention deficit, perhaps. whatever you want to tag it. Me too. Um, Schedules, you know, yeah. our heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And I don't know if you, again, philosophically, you're on a really deep dive. It's just focus energy, besides the point. 100%. Because, um, yeah, so that's where my background, exercise, I love working out, sports, all that good stuff in a roundabout way. And it's it's kind of funny. Everybody has a different way of, you said, snuck in and caught by a commission, like that side of it yeah. now. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just that mindset. You really just tap into what you want to call it, entrepreneurship, kind of higher achiever, mind, whatever it is. But, yeah. Liked working out, um, liked exercise, liked sports, competitive, but then more or less school came along. Kind of didn't, like school is a normal thing to do with with my school or with my family. So I was like, all right, I'll go to Central. My brother was there already, Um, ended up going for, and it was again, little that I really, really know, but kind of looking back on it, I I went for exercise science, health fitness, kind of like the personal training route. Yes, it was a passion. It was like I had interest, but realistically, actually looking back, it was the reason I I didn't want to sit behind a desk. I didn't want the nine to five. I didn't want to work for the dude. And it was like, that was just what I had at that point. And I'm like, oh, personal trainers, they work for themselves. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of where I got. Um, Ended up at Central. um, Freshman, sophomore year, summer before my freshman year, and then summer going into my sophomore year um i was working during the summer i would wait i went back home worked 40 or yeah no 50 55 hours 60 weeks sometime i think i got over 60 a couple weeks at a fiberglass factory
0: A fiberglass factory were you making the fiberglass
1: good mix of different stuff but i mean yeah, i had it was kind of again weird different predicament but it was just a summer job instead of being in one set location or whatever and in the factory it was kind of nice even as i got in there like the owner because it was a small town kind of i think think maybe 80 100 workers there all together um and he was like all right i know it's just a summer job for you he kind of viewed me as competent or whatever and there's this guy named rob um, and he was like here follow rob around like lo and behold i didn't even find this out until later but rob actually made more than the floor manager, everybody else its kind of funny, but he he tried to quit like four times, kept getting sucked back in. He had benefits, everything going for him that nobody else knew of, uh, which is kind of hilarious. But anyway, he, I got tossed under him and he was like, hey, work under Rob for like, <laughs> just follow him around. And it was kind of nice because, yeah, there's guys that were back in um, the finishing department, which is like you sand stuff down and it's fiberglass. So it's like yeah. everywhere, ears, yeah. hands, every, itchy. Didn't Gotta step, wear
0: those masks, right? Didn't step a foot
1: in there, <laughs> didn't even step a foot in there. Like it was so great. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of did a lot of whatever small stuff with him, carry like that was kind of nice almost. But
0: was that like the the option that you had um when eventually you did run into Christian and you're like, Hey, I need to consider staying with this fiberglass factory? Nah, eh, it wasn't an option. <laughs> it
1: was, and, and that's where that's why I kind of I mean, like, that's where I was at. It was I worked my butt off. It was a summer job. It was money, and I knew what it really was. But then, yeah, pretty much lonely old sophomore year. Do, 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 do. Um, Christian walked along, and it was yeah. Oh, was it a
0: float? Did he float you?
1: That's even better because that goes back to the lead days. Um, so yeah, we had oh, a- yeah, yes. you're
2: a lead baby,
1: lead, lead baby. So it was those <laughs> weird little like weekly. Group meetings, they come in, coach about whatever. It was kind of funny because I had two roommates at that point that I ended up living with all the way through school. They were going to these lead meetings like consistently, like religiously. Like, you got to talk. It was Justin Cole, um, Sarah Nanini, and then, well, which is now um, blank and the Yeah. Um, so it's and then Christian. So it's like, and then Sam, Sam West. So they had that. And it was like, they put on these lead meetings, Hesie and Jason, two of my buddies, religiously. You got to come to these. You got to come to these. You being a freshman so whatever, I was like, nah. wrote it up as, like, some weird bullshit, like, whatever stuff. Um, and then, yeah, it was like they kept pulling, pulling. Pull. Finally, it was, like, a Wednesday. I was like, all right, fine. I'll go to your lead meeting. Um, showed up. Christian was talked. I think he chatted about, like, schedule or something. And that's where it's kind of funny because I have this, like, weird realism to me. But then, like, once the – yeah, once facts and just logic is there – I don't act off emotion much. Like once it's there, I'm like, shit. I'm like, I, I just know it's there. Um, but yeah, he put on this meeting and talked about schedule lifeline, all the things. And I'm like a sophomore, I'm going, Oh man, that would probably probably be decent to do. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I sign up for personal whatever coaching throughout the semester. And then, yeah, from there, I started to meet with him every single week. Um, he even said that he was, I mean, he says. Um, he says that he, I wasn't intentionally like recruiting you or anything. I didn't even think about that. I was like, ah, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, and then I was like, hey, cool. Here's this thing. And that's where it was like honestly a culmination with like Christian coming into play of it. Like, yeah, like I had, I was going in there like blind, like I had no idea. I was like, hey, you're a hard worker, you're an introvert, you're an exercise. Cool, drop it. Like parachute out in North Carolina, figure it out um and it was just having christian there to really tie on like the the blue collar aspect and then tie in with everything and like just the uh, really really deep guidance yeah i i, I remember like there's like literally like a clear-cut conversation where we're sitting on the hill up at sales school and i'm like sitting on there and i'm just like like I, I can almost run that conversation through my head sorry that's so cool
0: man i, I love um like We interviewed Sarah Maddox some months ago and hearing about how Dave Clivekin was doing the lead thing at Indiana. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was kind of attracted to just the fact that I, I could make money during the summer while doing some really cool things, traveling, being with some really cool people. Um, when I was recruited, I was on the other side of, um, like I was, it was in a notebook. So it was my manager, Hannah and her co-OL from that past summer, Steph Smith. And so I'm just like, oh, two pretty ladies, you know, just like telling me they want to work with me. Like what? What's yeah, like, up? What I didn't is even this? like write a resume up for this thing, and you want to work with me? Okay, I'll I'll show up to this interview, and the guy next to me is like some kid I hated. He was like a total jerkwad on campus, and I was like, <laughs> if he like if he's gonna try and do this, I'm gonna take that spot, you know, and you know beat him out. So uh, that happened. <laughs> but uh, I was you know, gonna what? say, do I do I know him at all? Maybe. Uh, no, Shane Disa. Um, oh, sorry, right. sorry to to let the world know, but um, relevant,
1: Shane. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Not sorry
0: um, <laughs> so anyway, um, it, it's it's interesting how like that was my dynamic of like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm pursuing a job. This is what I want, and oh my gosh, it's everything I want and more. Yeah. Um, and like whenever I was recruiting people, they were like door to door, no way. <laughs> and so that's where lead came about, right? And that's where exactly. you had your. Your ability to, you know, latch on to the, the success principles of schedule and, you know, having a, a life by design instead of by default, um, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's cool that Christian is doing that to this day, um, not just as a student manager for Southwestern, but mm-hmm. um, he's helping build out their um, high schoolers coaching, and he's been crushing it. Um, I got to hang out with him a, a few months ago and got to see the details as to his schedule and like how much value he's bringing to people. It's really that's, cool stuff. So. That's
1: cool. I need to, yeah. I need to Christian, if you're hearing this, maybe you're not. Who knows? Um, I need to catch up with him.
0: I will. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody should catch up with Christian. He's a he's Christian a
1: doobie. Dooby.
0: Yeah, that was my okay. Let me tell you this. So his first summer, <laughs> his first summer, I believe, was 2012. I or no, it was 2013. But there there was like my memory of him was um, I think I think it was GRS. He had yeah. like. You know, some people at GRS or recruited by GRS. And so he gets up and he talks about, like, that was his The, identity. Cr- yep,
1: the Chronicles of, I think that's what he named it, was the Chronicles of Kushtron or something like that.
0: Yeah, the Kush-Tron Doobie. You know, <laughs> this guy was a total pothead. And uh, I'm like... <sighs> I might be one of those. This guy's successful. Tell me more. Like, what, what are you, you know, what's this whole relationship to weed you have? <laughs> so, you know, he's oh, God. You know, talking about how Southwestern just kind of set him on a, you know, good you know, mindset to, to really kind of have control over that instead of the inverse being true where it was controlling his life.
2: So,
0: um, so that, that was really cool. You know, definitely appreciate that about him and, you know, the attitude he brings to life. Um, so yeah, it must have been pretty cool to learn from him. What was that first summer like? Tell us about... You
1: know, um, first summer, honestly, it was just, yeah, it was just kind of feet first. It's, I mean, we bring up Nick first. Warner, but that was, it's, honestly, it's, it's like a, it's like a storybook, honestly, yeah. it's, I, I met Nick, Nick was one of the first people I met at Central. We did, oh. I know a lot of campuses do this, they do like the uh, leadership safari, or like you come a week early, you do a bunch of, lead, whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Got to move in a week early. Cool, that's why. Yeah. Um, he was in my like mini group of eight, but yeah, met him there. Kind of knew a Nick Warner our freshman year. It was kind of just acquaintances, and then yeah, pretty much sophomore year rolls around. We're I'm signed up to go do books, crazy things, Charlotte or uh, North Carolina, Cleveland count. or Shelby, and then boom, here's Nick Warner doing the same thing. Um, we're rookies together, roommates together. So yeah, jumped in, and that was excuse me got some burps coming um dude yeah that was honestly like the the start of everything that just kind of opened up the side of me again it's the introvertedness but it opened up the side of like oh cool i'm a people watcher i'm interested in people now actually putting it (laughs) using it i was like it just blew open a whole side of me that i had no idea was there um and yeah number 22 i don't even remember with what like units and stuff exactly? I think I was like twenty one something, but yeah, you, yeah, 20, yeah 20, 22 overall for rookies in the in the book and all that. And then Nick was twenty four, and I was
0: like, oh, take that, Nick! <laughs> yeah, all right, right. um
1: uh, But I think it was for websites. I had more logons He actually had more units.
0: <laughs> uh, so you know, it's like, what's a real unit these days, right? <laughs> I know, right? But, I mean, appreciate those those uh residual checks. That's one thing that. I definitely liked after mm-hmm. i finished up my last summer i was paid well, like a year and a half. it's, it's
1: different once you get real residuals too
0: yeah that's also <laughs> true <laughs> because now there's a difference between residuals then and residuals oh yeah more, uh, more on that in a moment right yeah so, okay yeah. when you uh when you had a, a pretty successful first summer and you did it alongside you know an emerging good friend you know, best friend he might even say. I'm making assumptions here when I say that, but uh and I don't
1: know. He he listens to these and I think you guys know him, so I wouldn't say that. Um,
0: <laughs> well uh when you finished that first summer, was it pretty clear that you wanted to step up into the leadership role? Was it um at that point, uh what year was your first summer, like twenty fifteen, right?
1: It was two twenty crap. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah, it would be twenty fifteen, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um was it like pretty clear that that was where you wanted to be for a while? Was it like pulling teeth? I think uh lead was kind of going away at that point. So yeah. was the approach of recruiting through that method, what was mm-hmm. kind of like the, the air of- honestly, it
1: was more of like a push towards, yeah, just full time, like more in school recruiting. Obviously Christian was still around at that point. It's, I mean, in a sense, it's just, yeah, my back history, it just culminates to where I'm at. It just makes so much more sense and leadership-wise. Because, yeah, my second year, I jumped full. I was like, cool, leadership, I'm going to have top in school team. You know how they sell it. You're like, let's do it. Let's do the thing. Um, oh, yeah. Brought out four guys. Um, and, yeah, by week three of summer number two, they were no longer. Oh. And my, my sales were.
0: They were worse <laughs> than the first summer?
1: here's low here's lower
0: oh no oh yeah where was that second summer
1: that was austin i think area yeah austin Austin. Austin, and that's where it's like again that that's probably one of the if i had to tag to one of the the definable moment in my life where it's like yeah i was sink or swim um i it was kind of (laughs) funny. Thinking of it, but yeah, I pretty much reached out to Sarah Christian midday. All those I'm gonna quit, I don't know how I can do it. Blah blah blah, all this other stuff. Um, and then I, in a roundabout way of events, got out of my head, they helped kind of get me out there. Followed Sarah, I think, one of the days following that, and then it was really just I mean, obviously, they helped with it, but it was like the sole in depth, like me as a human. It was i kind of came to this point where it was like i saw myself driving home Hmm. and it it wasn't like i literally got almost upset with myself i was like dude you literally could just jump in a car drive straight back all of this would be over um but then it's also like that aspect of like is it no because if you quit like i just yeah and then yeah so that that kind of picture in my head i knew i wouldn't i knew i couldn't see myself driving physically yeah, home. i was like i'm stuck <laughs> so it was pretty much yeah it was either i'm not going home i'm gonna either hate it all summer out here um and, and literally survive and somehow make it through the summer or really just switch mentality and really just check in and it was yeah like 100 180. um first three what? weeks shit. Okay fourth week i hit 300 plus units first time i ever did that week, good, after, week after that was dad's week and i hit
0: 500 something plus Nice. so you really did pick up that second summer then yes
1: um first three weeks no but then yeah i pretty much pretty much ended up I forgot exactly what i got but it was like 37 38 something units you
0: hit some growth there
1: definitely some growth good feeling um and then yeah i actually got a i got a chairman's week out of there too so towards the end of the summer, but
0: yeah, before we get too far away from it, I did want to bring up again, like where I met you, um, was was on Sizzler after that first summer, right in 2015 uh-huh. in Cancun, and uh, it, it's so funny, man. I I was like coming from a private Catholic school, and I was in the nerdy fraternity. I wasn't really hanging out with people, working out a ton, <laughs> and so I'm like hanging out in Mexico with some really cool people from Michigan. Like you, Nick. Um, gosh, who is who is hanging out with us? Lisa, Sarah, right? It was yep. it was a good time, and uh, you're like on the bel- balcony as we're maybe or yeah, we're definitely smoking a little bit of weed um, in Mexico, and you're like, oh, here, I was there. Yeah. Was
1: it weed or random plants that? No, they- we got high. Um, we we, <laughs> actually,
0: we actually had some THC in that stuff. That was the the real cool part of it. But Fair, uh, <laughs> Man, that's that's that's
1: pretty positive for Mexico stuff. Uh,
0: you know, I think Christian. No, he didn't. Nope, we're not going to talk about it. Got <laughs> uh, he got air dropped. All right, cool. Uh, there, th- th- there might might have been some, you know, Airdroppage. Uh, helicopter, uh, helicopter airdrop. <laughs> but we're <laughs> hanging out, and I'm having a great time, and you're out there literally doing dips and pull ups, like and switching hands on the balcony, and I'm just like who is this tool man and i'm just like i i'm gonna ask him some questions and you're just like super chill and cool and you're like ah, yeah, man i'm just doing what i do you know <laughs> and i'm like all right cool you know what you're actually not that not that bad because i got to hang out with you and we had some fun but uh yeah dude i don't know are you still that same way or is that like yeah that's awesome that's yeah. No, it. it's,
1: it's in that, trust me, it's, I look back at my life and I'm like, holy shit. It, A, doesn't make a lot of sense, but then B, makes a ton of sense. Um, Cause yeah, there is, I, long story short, first, first, like halfway through first grade, I got pulled out of like public school. Cause I was like, just rambunctious as so all get out. And then there's like one culminating moment that I was like, man, yeah, you're out homeschooled. Um, and, you were
0: homeschooled. Okay. Yeah. Kind a little of bit. I going was
1: going to say that, that gives you some background, but yeah. So, I was, <laughs> um, But even, even more backstory. Yes. I have always been that guy in kindergarten. I was lit like, at recess. I would literally chase people around with a hanger and call myself captain hook and torment kids. I have no, why, no reason why I'm not an evil person. I, have, I definitely don't try and cause people harm. I'm just, I don't know. It's fun. Just it out. It's that's just, that's, that's where my mind goes.
0: I love it, man. That's so funny. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, no, that. And then, yeah, pretty much halfway through first grade, got pulled out. I was homeschooled all the way through fourth grade and then jumped okay. back into fifth grade for public school. But there you go.
0: At homeschool, were there like denim skirts worn by the teacher, a.k.a. mom, right? Um, that no. was like, the <laughs> I always saw it, was like, you knock on a homeschool door and like the mom answers and she's wearing like a denim skirt and floral, you know, stuff like, hey, oh my gosh, educational stuff. Is
1: it Christian? I would this- uh, yeah, <laughs> I would def- yeah it's close. We went to co-ops. We went to like it was the full hook, line, and sinker. Wow. Um yeah, dude, it was funny, but it's and that's that's where it's kind of nice too, where it's like I had that for what three and a half years. I kind of got a feel for it. I'm not like i I'm not a crazy homeschool person. Hopefully somebody on here didn't homeschool for 12 years and they're listening to this. Um <laughs>
0: and if you did, that's okay, too,
1: right? Eh, Yeah, it's okay. We just don't know how you... No, I'm just kidding. But no, realistically, though, when I came from, oh, my gosh, fourth year into fifth grade, I was like the genius. And then it quickly changed. But I mean, I was like coming in. I was like, dude, I'm a genius. What have you guys been learning this whole time?
0: Yeah, I know, right? Uh, And then
1: I'm like, oh, never mind. Got dumbed down real quick.
0: But yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So flashing back to that second summer, you had a you know, knock, knockout you know, that first three weeks was terrible, but you went after it and you had a, a successful overall second summer. Um, and everyone you recruited quit, right? How was that like going into that third summer and, you know, having that recruiting season?
1: Yeah. So that would be, and that's honestly, yeah, obviously it's kind of like a kind of a whole thing built together, but obviously I had the moment in the summer where it was like, Oh shit. Da, 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 da. Um, I think realistically, again, looking kind of where I work and, and, backtracking my life i retrospect really dang well um like i will go like i i I explained it as going in my cave or whatever like after each fall some of them were a little bit more extended and seclusive whatever but or reclusive but um i would always retrospect like i'm getting on the summer look back what i do good do that and yeah that was the biggest thing was like i obviously finished well personal sales but i really did i came back kind of in my head i was like at that point where i'm like. That was, I mean, that was on me. There are four people don't go home by chance.
2: Um, right. So I was like, ah,
1: cool, definitely did something wrong there. Definitely need to figure that out. And it was based, just kind of like in a roundabout way. It just wasn't as intentional. I didn't train them properly. Didn't bring them out. I was too much of a friend with everybody. I was like, cool, let's go ahead, top top five team. But like when yeah. it kind of comes to it, like we all know what door-to-door is if if you're not prepped for it you're gonna get smacked in the face however buddy buddy you are with somebody
0: yeah
1: um but yeah so pretty much that's that's where i was at in my head and i that year it was a little late but then i also i decided to full-time and oh, then, you did yeah so i pretty I much that
0: by, okay
1: yeah more or less by chance i came back the the fall that that's kind of a funny story <laughs> came back in the fall yeah. went, went to school for like three or four weeks, whatever it is, right around the drop kind of deadline point to drop courses, not take whatever. Um, I was in classes up till then, but I didn't go to them and I just kind of lingered around and then proceeded to not drop them in time, but then not go to class. So that whole fall semester, I just kind of did nothing.
0: Uh, so interesting. Would you attribute that to what some might call a book field, hangover? yeah and that's your experience of that because that's I mean I've had that and like I actually had some semesters where I filled like two or three classes because it was that exact same mentality I was burnt out my attention wasn't there I was done with
1: life man at that point I mean not life but I was like yeah I came back and I was like I just and, and then just knowing myself too I realistically even though I learned a lot that summer I knew I had to figure out a lot of stuff still personally um yeah being super honest that year i didn't in that fall i didn't actually associate with many people um i didn't go to class and i didn't talk to that many people either i kind of went in my cave retrospective really you can call it yeah book field hangover but i mean i mean yeah i'm not gonna beat around the bush definitely wasn't in a good mental spot at all um 100 percent, just kind of there and then yeah basically it was right around the time of like grs2 kind of in that january period that that area um i was like you know what yeah taking the full year off um i actually drove drove down to tennessee whatever doing full-time um deep dove that i again knew what i had to fix came back and this is going to sound almost legal, a little egotistical as well but it's like i did it myself um and I I did it's very retrospect I kind of figured out pinpointed what I needed to do and what I needed to fix and then I did I came back I full-time I I had the choice to either go down to Tennessee full-time with Jacob Green at that point obviously he had very good teams all that other stuff but I just didn't know him personally and I was like I don't want to I don't want to full-time with somebody like I'm not like screw that (laughs) I was like I'll do it myself um so i kind of i took over central at, as myself there's no other full-timers up there and brought out 10 that year personal wow um, number nine team, first time full like team leading everything it was number nine in the in the whatever thing and i think i talked to matt robert <laughs> once in that preseason that's why i said it kind of like i honestly just went in my head and i went and I'm not sure how much you guys know about David Goggins or something, but that's yeah. that we I, I claimed to him a ton. But it's like honestly, I just kind of went Goggins vote in that period. I was like, Hey, <laughs> I need to fix this. This is what we're fixing, and let's do it. And it was just again looking back on that, that was probably the the mixture of the summer and then the team aspect coming after that. Um, how I kind of treated that and went about the whole thing. It was, yeah, that is probably the reason one of the biggest things where it's like, oh, that is Nathan.
0: That's really cool, man. I think uh, having Rebound, like the, the the thing that I think of that kind of sticks in my mind as an adequate way to explain Southwestern is it's kind of like a, a playground, a sandbox mm-hmm. of being able to develop certain skill sets. And so like your first summer, second summer, you're doing way better than most at, at that whole sales thing, right? Um, and then you wound up having a really good um you know, recruiting and training um how, how many of those nine finished do you recall
1: um well 10 nine number 19 10 came out but yeah i think yeah. i had six six finish um i think most of those came back or five i think oh. and then yeah that hit fourth year and that's when pretty much <laughs> it didn't ah. hit- and i don't know and that's again it's it's free open we're all alumni here no i realistically it was i pretty much hit the point where it was like i had the number nine team i had a pretty decent sales team wise or like personal year wise with all that being said i made 35k and i was like that's that's when it really kind of hit me in the gut i was like what am i doing here i'm like it's in sales i had a number nine team out of a world company like what what's going on um fourth year kind of and just more or less spun my tires and then yeah once i hit because i was like i was graduated and everything at that point i just kind of lingered at that point um if it really needs to be said my fourth summer I, that was my worst sales summer I, like out of all of them yeah i think i think I put up like 16 or 18 or something units
0: that must hurt uh, man
1: it was it was a joke but i mean i wasn't i was not definitely not in the right headspace i wasn't again i mean i wasn't working that much i was like i, I literally was my buy-in
0: was none, like zero.
1: Um,
0: yeah. And then- What well, us- pushed you through that regardless? Was it, because I've talked with a lot of people about the aspect of commitment with Southwestern. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, not every time, um, is toxic, right? It's getting people to commit overly, right? Or commit
1: yeah, when it's, it's not, not, yeah.
0: and And a lot of that commitment happens before a full understanding of what's being committed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how to even pull that off, let alone um you know, if, if it's truly worth it for that yeah. person.
1: And then it's a hook to that as a commitment, is different. it's um, a
0: fun playground, it's a fun sandbox, and you can do some pretty you can make some pretty cool things. I mean, I tell you what, but it's um, also yeah. The the people that I've learned from the most and you know have respected. Pretty much the most of my life are like those who built DSL bases and director bases wow. and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, and that's and that's where it's like again, like the way you put it, is perfectly like a sandbox. Because yeah, I would physically not be here, right? Like <laughs> if it wasn't for that sandbox. Um, it is but, an
0: internship after all, right? It is. Yeah, it, it is. Learning space. No,
1: that is, and that's no, that's huge, and that's good to hit on because it was. I was in, in too many, and and I'll just hit on that too. Too many people after sales whether it be southwestern or whatever don't have a good experience especially being good door to door and they just write it off yeah. um obviously i had a pretty solid experience like ending it it wasn't clean but it's like and this is where i'm getting to yeah i was not gonna knock a door in the, like ever <laughs> but ever <laughs> the guy I, was, oh. I was done like yeah. literally done. I know that feeling. And then, yeah, more. And that's where I said that I kind of ran by. I hate to say it, but it is a lot of logic. Like it's there. it's just boom. Once once something is in there, and I feel in my gut, and it's there, and I know it, it's just kind of like I can't. The emotion, like I don't have emotion with it. I'm just kind of like okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what happened with, with active where it's like, I was there, I was finished up my last year doing internships, all that kind of in the limbo coming from books. I don't want to knock a door. I have no idea what I'm doing. I honestly, at that point, I wasn't even going to go like personal training. I really had no idea what I was going to do. And then, Hey, there's this bug juice thing. And I'll, like,
0: <laughs> who, okay. Ooh. All right. So. <laughs> Let let me let me let me say this, because, you know, obviously, we've already pointed out that like, we wouldn't not have done books, I I don't know, like, some people, they're like, yeah, looking back, I could have done something else different. And I've have have had those thoughts. They're very limited. I don't spend a lot of time dwelling on that. Um, But like, again, everyone that we've had on the show is like, I would totally do that again, given the chance. Um, Mm -hmm. just because of how foundational it was for the rest of the life, right, Um, that they wind up living. So um, yeah, I I think one thing I want to tell you, maybe you haven't heard this too much over the past few years, dude, you're a stud. You did what you did with Southwestern, even if you fell off. That's hard. That's difficult, man. And um, I I didn't have those same numbers you know, in full candor. Um, Not a lot of people did. So you did did a great thing. You did um, something that may have you know, had a double edged sword to it of like super awesome, but also super stressful, super, like, you know, in our opinion, like undercompensated. Um, yeah. You know, book people are some of the hardest working people in the world um, with high integrity, high character. And I, I stand for, hey, let's give them all the best opportunities in the world. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of what this whole podcast is about is getting, uh, yeah that back-end side had things
1: dude i love it no literally facts and that's yeah realistically yeah i mean kind of slightly falling into active yeah no there's there's no way because where i'm at now like in a full leadership whatever position like last year it was like first year full team leading like individual team but i mean yeah literally second year i was already co-leading with nick and everything else so I there there I wouldn't have been even close to that if I wouldn't have been able to have yeah that playground that that opportunity to right. Nathan Central is yours for this semester like yeah do it,
0: it <laughs> your life man and you, you David Goggins for those who don't know that name by the way uh, he's just that. like a huge like self motivation like figured out how to biohack his life and just mm-hmm. I, I think he calls it like fuck up his bad habits. Um, and just like, uh, yeah, there's you know. a bunch,
1: yeah. But I was gonna say, side note rant on his book is probably one of my top, probably top three books for sure. Top five, yeah, Can't Hurt Me by That's David Goggins. Yep, reading it really good. If you guys audio book it, please. Uh, um, yeah, thanks for that Marvel. reminder. Yeah, he, he's his goal because he goes through the chapters and it's like the narrator, and then between each chapter, it's like a podcast, he breaks it down and like they deep they, they deep farther or deep dive farther depth Dude, um,
0: Wasn't he in pest control as like a technician? Uh yeah, he was he was, it, spraying, he was Yeah, he was, he was not selling bug juice. He was no not no not out. yeah,
1: different. It was yeah, it was more commercial. We're obviously residential, oh, sure, it, sure. it was it was technically, yes, one of our competitors, Eco Lab. Um it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny as he's going through it. I'm like
0: Uh, that is great yeah but uh he's dang check him out check him out um real quick before we transition to you know how you actually got introduced to Active, i want to give some shout outs to our other sponsors um if you love or are interested in real estate and you appreciate all the healthy aspects of southwestern culture because that's something that comes with all these like less than desirable things about southwestern of course there's some really really good parts of it um patrick roach of southwestern real estate has um as you can see down there it's 99 percent drama free so if you're a fan of hgtv um and a fan of having flexible hours with your work um, patrick is really trying to build a, the best real estate organization in the world uh, we got to chat with him on our derby meeting today and uh and things that they do are, are really awesome because um you when you have a culture of flexibility and um, doing things on your own terms and building your own reputable um, uh, brokerage or like your uh, real estate list of people that you stay in contact with, um, you're able to prioritize what matters most while having an incredible income. Um, So we like Pat because he's a great mentor and his whole goal is just to remove barriers of entry for people so they can just have um, a clear path for success in the industry. So he's looking to hire some agents. Um, if you or someone you know is you know a fan of real realty and you know always thought about getting into that sphere, we'll get you in touch with Pat. Um, beyond him, we've got uh, Martine and Lucas. So these are some current book kids that actually they' they're making some good income. It's pretty cool to see people like Martine who's actually getting out there making six figures being a DSL. Um, and helping others do the same thing. Um, he is doing some really cool things uh, like uh, Martin and Lucas performed at the Freddy's. So normally they have like a live band, but this year they had, you know, some DJs on stage playing EDM and all that crazy stuff. But uh, even for like Andre Scamboa's wedding, um, they, they have like all these different playlists for all the different types of events that people can hire and hire them on to do. So we like what they offer. Um, people who have events um, and things that are, you know, nothing but parties. We're trying to get them to to play at Bissler, uh because, yeah, they're affordable, have higher integrity, and they know what they're doing. Right? It's not just you know one corner of music that they do. It's all corners of music, and they're really good at. It. So if you want to have a reliable, awesome DJ, let's get you in touch with Martina Lucas. So. There we go.
1: The the real question is can they mix stuff? Can they do like a wedding mm-hmm. and a party at once so they can mix? Yeah,
0: man. So they have yeah, got We <laughs> got all the all the things to to make it awesome. Somebody's you know?
1: wedding birthday. Oh, a, a, a quinceañera a wedding um, DJ Kinsiniera.
0: Yeah, with the bar mitzvah in there, right? I was <laughs> going to say, there we go.
1: <laughs> be some interesting DJ. Oh
0: man, that would be the best party of all time, especially if they're running that one. So good stuff. I love anyway, it. Awesome, anyway, um, so those are our some of our beloved sponsors. Thank shout out to those people. Uh, but yeah, let's let's transition into your transition away from southwestern because, yeah, man. I mean, I've shared my um, kind of tattered past with how I left southwestern by actually being fired uh for those mm-hmm. who don't know that story episode 39 with maddie gregor the last 30 minutes is uh is the, the full story if you want to hear all the little details i was gonna uh, say i
1: might actually sneak into that yeah, one. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. so um, oh, it's, it's hard when you leave um southwestern mm-hmm. something that's so impactful and you leave on such like uh sour taste in your mouth harsh terms whatever it equates yeah. to um it it creates kind of an embattled position and identity in your heart. There was a time when I was like, I don't want to be a bookman anymore. You know, this is, I I hate Southwestern. I can't believe they tricked me into this, that, this, and that. It's just, no, it was, it was, I was able to heal. I was actually, um, explicitly, you know, fired by Dan Moore. Um, and I was able to a year or so later actually sit back down with him um and he really cared about me he was like hey like i know that nothing about your situation was favorable or nice or good um but i care about you are you doing okay like how can i support you um so that that was really um really good for me to heal Uh, but for you and your transition out of southwestern tell us how that went
1: um honestly here one sec i gotta reply to this real quick
0: (laughs) go for it busy man businessman Is that uh, for
1: for? I was gonna say it's actually my groceries are at my house and (laughs) at the door, and I said not home. That's why I did a seven to nine delivery time.
0: (laughs) There you go. Well,
1: well, I was gonna say, but um, transition. So,
0: did you said that your your fourth summer wasn't so hot? Um, Mm -hmm. Did you even have? Much of a team that fourth summer, or was it just like you had some B managers? I
1: so I had and I was team leading. I had a team. It was I'm trying to remember back. No, yeah. it was it was me and Ben Majeski pretty much were team leads. Um pretty much half and half, I'd say for the most part, responsibility wise. Um, but yeah, honestly, it was just with where I was at mentality wise, kind of being on in the limb. I I mean, realistically, I wasn't even bought in that last summer going into it. And as as i got throughout the summer i kind of got to this point where i was like i knew it was my last summer knew i was done and then yeah speaking of like matt and different leadership i mean obviously he does what he can do and helps people but yeah there was a point where um what what do you want to call it suicide watch life's perverse preserver or whatever um yeah he'd call me every two hours between the day and be like are you working are you doing and it was it was one of those things where i I think it was like last two, three or something, four weeks. I, again, I hate to even say this, but I did not knock a door. Um, I was, I, I went out, started knocking one week, kind of did some stuff and he was doing that. Went out, got a, f- uh, what do you want to call it? A week, my fun with words or move something. Um, I forgot exactly what it was, but literally $7 worth. They put $20 down, came back to the car, called him, did his call. And he's like, Oh, what's going You made a sale. And I was like, no, I yeah. like at that point, I was just kind of done in my head and I was just like, no, it's $20. It was a week sale. Right. Like, no, I'm done. Um. So, yeah. And it's so realistically, yeah, definitely not the, the best way taste kind of like to fall out of it. Yeah. And that's obviously a lot of it was going into my taste of door to door, kind of not coming back as that as a whole. Um, but yeah, fast forward to, and that's why I kind of honestly, even on this, where so many people being in books, having different experiences of books and going into different things, it's like, I don't take emotion out of it. Like, again, looking for long-term stuff, then don't take your last experiences and like different things that you've been through and tag that is the rest and the, the rest of your tra- trajectory for life. Um, yeah. like if I would have tagged door to door as Southwestern in my experience with it, like, yeah like I wouldn't have let a team of a 1.8 million dollars in revenue last year <laughs> like number no. um and it was just yeah so it's just kind of that and it's like even that where it's like door-to-door doing I don't want to ever knock again all different things it's like really check yourself whether or not you're emotionally charged or is right. it actually based off logic real coming from somewhere um and that's yeah philosophical going deep deep dive whatever um that's i mean to this day that's pretty much what i try and make most of my decisions off are is i don't give a shit how i feel about in that moment like realistically because i know a year months whatever later i will not remember that i will not know i was thinking emotionally but it's you guys have probably heard it but actually doing it three to five years down the line investment different things like that where it's like if you realistically literally view even small things um, hey, I'm going to take this weekend off and go do this. Hey, I'm going to go whatever and like run it out in your head three to five years. If I do this, if I buy this car, what does that look like in three years? Um, small things.
0: That's a that's that's a an underappreciated lens to view decisions. Is uh, what's the impact on this three to five years down the road? And it's a it's a really simple lens because you can yeah. be like you you can pretty quickly say yeah i'm this is significant on that Mm -hmm. time scale or not Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: i I was gonna say we'll even pause here like you're because obviously you're in solar now you're not being go back go back three five years whatever what is one to find like you can probably pick one out where it's like it didn't seem big at that moment but even like a small i'm gonna move in with so-and-so or i'm gonna go to breakfast here with so-and-so we had a discussion And it's it, it's kind of weird, scary to think about. Where it's like, oh my god, every step I take, it's gonna no, that's life. Like well,
0: that's that Steve Jobs fun. quote. You know that Steve Jobs quote that's like you can't connect the dots looking forward. You have oh, to just wow. kind of like go on in faith that you know things will work out, and then you can connect the dots looking backwards. Yeah, that's um, like just go assuming that yeah, your life's gonna change yeah. from everything in a good way, right? And mm-hmm. you can look back and be like, ah, this is how that. Oh wow. Oh, yeah, and that's that's that uh, retrospecting
1: bingo. Uh, that. And that's that's literally what I was going to say. And then in a real sense, that's where it's like people a live in your present. But if you're aware of yeah, learning from your past and what could be future and like making decisions based off the future, not the past, uh, obviously, there's a lot of things that kind of come in as a hole in there. But it's like,
0: yeah, at the end of the
1: day, don't be an idiot and think on emotions and drop like it's just know where you're thoughts are coming from Um,
0: yeah and try and make them a little more principled you know instead of feelings based as you've been saying
1: exactly and and i'll leave a pause there too because it's like if you're too much um i even i like as of a year and a half two years ago or whatever i threw up a, a half superman cyborg thing on my um vision board and it's like yeah career business sales wise that helped me a ton um i definitely became like this kind of boom like cyborg and that's what i viewed myself as like things would happen like water off a duck's back right like i don't care i'm cyborg like go all i think of is sales go 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 like it's time to sell sale but again going back taking a step back like i found myself mostly diving when i took because Southwestern was different because I was like in school, whatever, still family based, whatever. But once I graduated, kind of got on my own more and then deep dived active. Um, first couple of years in there, I kind of almost got away from family and almost got to this that state where I was like unemotional, like just no emotion go. Um, and it hasn't been until, yeah, I, I pretty much last year or so or something like that kind of almost started to wrap all that in as a whole. And it's like, okay. Cyborg, yes, good here. Cyborg, no,
0: bad there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. it's kind of like selectively
0: uh, choosing how you know inhuman you want to be, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, in in a roundabout way, but it's it's kind of like a weird, fun mix.
0: Yeah, man. So when you when you talk about that aspect, um, my my third summer is when I realized um, that I just wasn't fit for that cyborg, like schedule, you know, machine go to work all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause my first two summers I was not myself. I was like, Hey, are you the mom of the house? Great. I'm Nick with all the books and this and that. And it was just like, Whoa, Whoa, yeah. a little too high, strong, a little too fast for me to, to really slow down and connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about life changing circumstances, That second summer I developed, um, sciatic nerve pain. And so the sciatic nerve goes from the base of your spine to the tips, of your nose or toes, it's the longest nerve in your body. And so I was just working so physically hard. I never took my book bag off that I developed like this terrible limp. I couldn't work at all that second summer. I actually wound up going home early, but in my last week or two out there, I had my best week taking 20 minute breaks every two hours doctor's orders. And it's because I slowed down. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going home next week, next week. Anyway, I'm just trying to fill some time, (laughs) you know? And so I had like the devil may care, like, I don't care what's going on. This is just what I'm doing. And, uh, I had my best week and it was pretty incredible because, um, I learned how to, to value that authentic, um, genuine human Mm -hmm side of of the job and so into that third summer um you know when people would come follow me i'd be like yeah so i don't i don't really always do the sales talk and here is how it works and you see how i'm like different with this type of person versus this type of person and um like man um there's just so much that gets lost if that's not something that you can really quickly pull yourself to do um so i don't know uh, when we were talking with like aaron on his episode mr raleigh um you know he 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 shared a little bit about like who he authentically is and like the active sales process like lines right up with who he is and you know he's just himself um which is was really interesting to hear about so what what was tell us about like that transition to that career um was this whole cyborg thing still a common theme that first summer with active and kind of
1: Well, it, it almost got developed in inactive. I see. Um,
2: I see. Yeah, that,
1: that's more or less where it got. Because obviously I, I was there. And, uh, Christian almost built on that. I've always kind of got these objects to live into. It makes it easier. Um, that's Um I forget who. Oh, dang. That's either a book or a topic or somebody. Somebody speaks on that where it's like basically get an inanimate or something, live into an object or a being. A couple people talk about that. But basically, if you're a phoenix or something. And your object is the phoenix for a summer you are gonna go out and knock on the doors and you're gonna act like a
0: phoenix you're not gonna be yeah. so whatever you're interesting
1: got off um so that more or less developed an active um and i got off on course what was the exact question again bingo
0: well yeah so like tell us about how you yeah. dealt with the cyborg okay. mentality and grown past that it sounds like
1: boom yeah um honestly, it's just gradual. It's, of it, I mean, this kind of segues in, I was going to slate the, um, I got a girlfriend now. So that kind of is a side note where it's like, ah, how I did that? Soft. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> softens
0: you up a little bit.
1: Softens you up. But no, it's even, even like that as a story in itself is kind of funny too. Cause it's like, yeah, I mean for 25, 26 years, I have not been in relationships. Um, yeah. <laughs> And, and some of that was like the business side, but even just my mind as a whole, too. I was just like doing my thing, doing whatever. Um, and then just even even the, the vulnerability to, yes, open up, but even just, yeah, that, that humanness in it a little bit. Um, I'll just kind of even tell a story. It's kind of funny how I ended up dating Dude. Oregon. That's my girlfriend right. right now. But um, <laughs> met, met over um, Central Michigan on Tinder. So, yep. So, I'm not afraid to beat around the bush um but yeah it was kind of funny so yeah definitely didn't expect it whatever um kind of started hanging out and all that so there's me running cyborg nathan whatever um long story short you gotta know me as a human too i will i'm very logical like i said and then there's not that much emotion in it so pretty much for most of my relationships whatever i'd be in i'd more in a roundabout way even if I like them, attracted, whatever, I would basically find something
0: wrong. Um yeah. So that you don't uh, have to justify yep. any sort yep. of
1: attraction. Yep. Right? Oh, <laughs> it, it, like it was small as this, and this is in college too. Like it's college people sleep. Oh, Who gives a I know shit. what you're saying. I was, I was in books, and there's a time that I was talking to a chick in college, and I was like, "Oh, she wo- she slept until 12. Mm-hmm.
0: Low low quality character right there. Why? Well, I mean, like. like
1: <laughs> um so it, yeah so that long story short that that is honestly my backstory i was like cool clean cut dry i'm out if i can get out i'm out anytime so yeah. that's where it's like it's kind of it, it almost just kind of came together as a whole where it's like we've been hanging out for i think it was like a seven eight months something solid and then nathan snuck up and tried to do the old scoop skippany woohoo <laughs> like a <laughs> um, and that's when I was like, it was kind of funny because it's like, obviously, there was like, I knew I liked her, all that good stuff was there, but then I was like, she called me uh, exactly. like, like, oh. okay, fine. Um, uh, literally, and this is when it's even more, month or so to whatever later, tried to escape again, and it's mm-hmm. just, and that's just like, I'm looking back on it, and it is, it's just, it's kind of funny the way my. I, I let it get there, but it's just like, you, you got to be real enough with yourself. And that's where it's like, I'll give her credit a ton too, where it's like, again, called the bullshit, logic, she, and it was just kind of like a weird roundabout way where it's like, and I'll even too, shout out Morgan, give her props, um, coming from no experience with door-to-door anything <laughs> and randomly jumping in and full feet first dating a sales manager for a door-to-door company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit um this this summer huh no not um but no so basically yeah fast forward to that i mean that was a big one where it was like it was really and even just like speaking of different friendships and background here us and nick all of them in the past year two years three years like they knew that was like a topic of mine anyway where it's like the emotion was out of it when it came to like relationships and it was like we just carried on so Obviously that went in a direction where it wasn't sales related. Um, but I think it was just as a whole, like opening up more to sides of that. Um, but then even sides of like my family, like again, taking a step back where it's like I went full cyborg and it was like year or two years. Also, nice, yeah, it was literally like a divide where it was kind of like a line and I started to see like, oh shit, I'm not around for this. I'm not I'm almost yeah. making myself too busy to even ha-. and it was like, okay, cool life (laughs) rear mind kind of back to the basics so that's where it's like it is you need a healthy healthy mixture of like that that cyborg kind of that mentality and then you do need like the 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 life factor in it and i think that's i don't know that's where it's like a weird weird mix of stuff like you said i don't know there's there's some douchebag there's some weird high energy there's some introvertedness there's some philosophical there's and it's just i don't know where it's like and around a lot of logic, but then it's also it's like I think that's what's coming out more a lot more is like the emotional side of it, the actual going back onto why I'm even in the role I'm in now. It's like coaching, training guys. Like that's that's the biggest thing was I hated seeing those four guys crash and burn, and I
0: knew it was on me. I'm like
1: mm-hmm. I, I had hands on that. Like I can dictate their success. Yeah. Uh, so it's like that's I, I that's ownership
0: a manager needs to take because. A lot of times it's like they just didn't work hard enough or they just didn't listen to me. You know, it's like, Hmm, what did, yeah. w- what did you say in the first place? Right. Look,
1: what'd you say then?
0: <laughs> you, did, you said something wrong. Yeah. What's the deal? What What did they think was supposed to happen? Right. <laughs> so, ah, yeah, man, I, I love having the real talk on on life and like growing in different ways that, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very opposite to you where, Um, I'm emotions first and then I have to process logically. I definitely have the logical, like, it's weird. I'm like at odds with myself. Like I'm -hmm. I'm very, very logical. Like my math is my number one best proficient subject as well as like physics. Um, I'm in sustainable energy technology, like every day calculating this and that. And I'm like telling people all this technical stuff and drowning them with information. And then I like have just like this deep passion Energy, this, this, these feelings, where like I take things. It's hard for me not to take things personally, especially when it's like this. Just makes sense. Do it. You know, I'm so convicted. So um, yeah. Then, then there's like everything else with like how I interrelate with um, the people in my life, my roommates, my you know my friends, my my coworkers. Um, so yeah, I, I love talking about this stuff because that's the emotional intelligence piece of. Having a communications based job, yeah, cool, you know, so it really
1: is. It's huge. It's usually it's it's like life experience. It's like a life constant. Like, and that's that's where it's like again. Obviously, most of the people listening to this have probably done door to door. Probably, but yeah. It's like do something, knock, talk to something. Where it's like, yeah.
0: What would you say are some of the like sales lessons or life lessons? However, however you want to think about the lessons you've learned from Active that, uh, you never would have gotten from Southwestern because this is the kind of stuff that I love to hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a lot from being in alarm sales, being in life insurance. Um, and now in solar, I've been in solar kind of on and off. Um, but I have learned a lot in each stop that, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that I I've learned that Southwestern never taught me. And so I'm curious mm-hmm. because Active is of course, you know your current role and you know yeah sponsor of ours um what 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 can you say about the lessons you learned there
1: oh god it's there's so much but i think honestly i would say because structure wise it's different um structure wise and and aaron is probably i think aaron actually put it this way on his podcast southwestern is kind of in in a way they structure it as well it's kind of like a throw you out there and here are your somewhat tools, but like also do it, like figure it out.
0: Yeah, uh, work, work is the primary focus more than anything. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's
1: where I think where Active really does an insane job of like day one, like I literally sign and it's like, it's structured. It's yeah. I take you from square one cool. and it's a proven system. Obviously you have all your, like our, our, our averages and stuff like company average is 20. Or, yeah, company average for rookies is 20. Um, our group, Nick and I, was closer to, like, the 30. And if you really, really want to get more in-depth, throw that out as an asterisk star for people that have come from books over, closer to 50K in their first summer.
0: Not too shabby. <laughs> um, I say closer, it is.
1: It's like that's literally our average is 50K. Um, but Didn't anyway. did Aaron
0: make I, – I forget. Maybe I'm misremembering. He said Aaron, Aaron,
1: yeah. Aaron made right around 100, yeah.
0: Yeah, in his first summer, that first summer. was really cool to hear.
1: That yeah. was really cool to hear. Um, so yeah, and I was I coach trained him all the way through. He was my little, he's got to help him out. Um, but yeah. So that that being said, like it's it's just the system to it is, if you take it and run with it, like there's no questions asked. So you you talk about like the even like the amount of sales in a day. Picture this, Girl Scout cookies. You're gonna sell thousands of them. Sure. real estate you're gonna get paid a lot of money
0: per transaction yeah put that together high volume high commission high volume. Let's
1: i mean you're selling you're ripping out 700 800 600 contracts and you're getting yeah. paid anywhere from rookie status 25 percent on that to team lead like let's put it yeah i made 50 percent off commissions this year
0: <laughs> um
1: I, I sell my average account value is 864 on a sale so if you're making
0: let's let's pause real quick because you're confusing me with your your i was i was
1: throwing some numbers out there but yeah so basically 50 percent eight
0: 864 per sale so that's 430 bucks per yeah, commission
1: per five percent. ten minute transaction I uh, yeah i put up for so this summer and Accounts, I honestly forgot because we went off revenue this year as oh, pay. Clear, but yeah, clear. so fifty percent, I put up two hundred
0: eighty-three thousand worth of revenue this year. So, but then that's personal. So yeah. Yep, and then you had everything with recruiting pay. That's residuals, and
1: yeah, that that being yeah. said, there's obviously the team pay in it. I get paid directly how they perform. But then there's even um, residuals where it's like we incorporated that last year. I, kinda, I know I touched on that a little bit where it's like, yeah, I'm literally making more than but the the clean cut one is 1600 a month for the the level i was at and then with other residuals it's anywhere from like 700 to 900 a month so yeah i'm pretty much sitting like 2,000 2,500 a month from
0: oh your bills are just paid active, right? just
1: active. yeah just active wow. um not to speak on facebook store
0: oh
1: oh, <laughs> you got
0: yourself a little facebook store uh,
1: so, yeah. Yeah. So throwing that out there again, it's once you once you open up the the Pandora's box of like, we all know what summer sales is. But once you actually open up the the, the capital aspect with it, where it's like, OK, I work four months, I yeah. actually acquire the capital I need and I've been told I mean, can get in that period. Um, I have eight months off. Yeah. What am I going to do with 60K in the bank? What am I going to do with 70K in the bank? What? If, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of fun, yeah. So I started up a, a Facebook. It's honestly, it's fully automated. Like I don't touch shit. I yeah. threw money. I threw money at somebody, and they run it in the background. <laughs> um, but it's 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 again, it's kind of one of those nice things where it's like it's nice to be able to get into how that is an option. Um, yeah. At Twenty six. I didn't think I'd be there.
0: Yeah, so, man, and that's that's the financial piece is definitely what uh it, for me looking back it was kind of funny to hear because it was kind of true that um mm-hmm. selling books to door as a college student was like the most money you could legally make in a summer or whatever you know um for some people for some people right um but then you know i hear like the numbers that you're throwing out there not just with you know pest control but alarms i i got recruited to do a little bit of that my my struggle was that i was not clear on the product at all. There was no structure, no training. And I did like two sales in the first two days. And then I like zeroed for two weeks. And I was like, this sucks. I'm out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whole candor, right? Yeah. Um, and then hearing about pest control, how it's a you know, super quick sale. I love I love hearing about that. And I, I can totally see how much fun you guys have. And um, you're working what is it like 60 hour weeks or 50 hour weeks? On it,
1: yeah. So it's pretty much 11 all the way until, I mean, we take about an hour lunch, but around yep. 8, nine, 30 dark ish feel. Um, so yeah, we, you have a little bit more time in the morning, but I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah. It's, it's still a summer sales. You're still going out there knocking Saturdays. We do take a little bit less days on uh, half ish or so days. Yep. Um, on Saturdays, but I mean, it's still, it's your summer sales. You're still going out there, getting your rejection. It's just the- Relocating. Yeah, relocating. That's really, honestly, it's kind of nicer too. You're, I mean, <laughs> devil's advocate, whatever. Better than staying in somebody's basement. <laughs> <and> down- <laughs>
0: <laughs> There are some cool stories from
1: host families, though. <laughs> yeah, there was some cool, definitely some cool people, but yeah, internship, great internship.
0: I, great internship. <laughs> throw you, throw you, you, know, it is, it is nice
1: though. That they put you in, um, uh we put you up in apartments. Obviously, you ran on active that housing's all taken care of. So it's, it's, it's a, again, it's a different feel. It and it's almost even hard to compare. It's night and day, um, and that's why I, my first year I did a lot more of like a comparison to it, where I'm like, oh, it's better, worse, better, worse. yeah. Like, now I'm just kind of, it is what it is. I learned that from this. I'm taking it and doing it here. Um, and I've also learned a shit ton of new things here. But it's it's just kind of, I think it's, yeah, the, the logic of the sale, the quicker the processing the system here. Um, but then it's making sure you're not going in and losing the culture with that. Um, too many people can jump into these other sales jobs where it's like,
0: Oh all right make
1: big money make 100k and then it's that it's like you don't get training you don't get like your group you don't have your your culture you don't have your team and that's yeah. honestly like position wise how we moved over with nick how we as a group were just kind of built it's i mean yeah obviously it's biased but i love it it's perfect it's like it's i, I wouldn't have wished anything else to be able to have the the group we have and just the, the way it, and it kind of came about it's it's nice
0: but that's what we haven't talked about yet. How did the uh, bug juice come on to the table? Who recruited you guys?
1: That was, so it's actually kind of funny too, because Nick was close to pulled in halfway through books. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you got that. Yeah. So he was central random career fair Taylor. uh, He's actually the one we work with now. He flew out, ended up at a career fair um met nick they he was recruiting for southwestern at that point
0: yeah i I know how that goes you got your little cat um banner you know uh free kittens come talk to me (laughs) have you seen that one
1: (laughs) yeah yeah um but yeah so we had that so he was doing that and then so basically met taylor there they sounds funny but they went into an upstairs but yeah so i guess they like went into a side room sat down chatted um we know what Southwestern is. He didn't end up going with Aptive. It was like, yeah, culture. We stayed kind of two years prior. And then that's where we were like, hit limbo period. Where do we go from here? Like, what do I do?
0: Yeah. Um, you, you knew your time with books was done.
1: Done. Yeah. So then we were like, all right, so what the heck do we do from here? And that's, I mean, I was definitely lost for, I mean, that's why
0: I gave you back my backstory. I was a lost. I
1: was a lost puppy. I was like, it's exercise science. I have no, yeah. But anyway, Nick re-explored active he flew out to the headquarters and everything talked with taylor it's taylor to this day says he didn't even connect with nick to stay like whatever recruiting wise that's at that point that's when nick was doing all this teletubby stuff um so he was like, <laughs> going, going around pillow putting. so basically taylor was like i don't even know who this kid like i this is just funny like i'm just gonna keep him on my timeline like this kid's yeah. a goof. And, cool. and yeah reconnected kind of got serious about it again. And Nick, that's when Nick kind of led the charge and was like, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Yes. It's door to door. Come on. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So.
0: All right. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting, man. That's, uh, reminds me of some other stories I heard about people getting into, you know, North star alarms. Mike Andre yeah. was recruited by Pete Swenson at a career fair at FSU. Yeah. Um, and then I wound up kind of getting a phone call because I was working in Mike's group um, by choice that summer, I got fired. Um, I I was in the force, everybody was leaving, like Brandon Q, Will Metcher, these big names that left like just me and Danny Gamboa and his now wife Aisha as the most experienced people in the force. And- um, Well, I was gonna
1: say, and that's, that's as Aisha was like just coming back in from teaching and stuff too, right? Or is that said, different?
0: Uh, Aisha, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's so funny. There's, there's a number of people who call her Aisha. Um, We have yeah. some inside jokes about that, but uh with Aisha, um she, yeah, she wasn't even full-time uh, with Southwestern because she was doing teaching and everything, and so it was just me, Mitch Johnson, and Danny just being the force, and Grant was kind of like, yeah, so everybody left, and uh, mm. so um I wound <laughs> up being asked by Mark Rao to go pick any random director group to go work with, and I was like, I like Mike Yandre. I want to work with that guy. And so some uh some happens happenings later. Um I did get fired from that situation, but uh Mike was telling me that that summer, that spring was um how he was recruited. Um and it's it's interesting um just knowing how the conversation goes. It's like Hey, how much are you actually making, right? You're putting in how much work, like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you know, like you are so valuable as a, as someone who can lead people to do that same thing, especially. Um, And that's, that's, what's cool is what I'm most grateful for is the fact that, you know, each one of us, I put in my four summers, almost five, (laughs) but uh,
1: they say they're like, not four, you're, you're capping at four, Nick.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. So, and that's okay. Um, had had to get thrown out just to leave. You know, I was I was super committed. I actually did decide ahead of time that I was going to be my last summer, but it was my last sales school. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> again, episode thirty nine, last thirty minutes with Matty Greger. Great story, um, crazy story, and it changed my life. Um, and what you're talking about with um, like getting into another industry, door to door sales. Um, I went into, to solar with, um, a, my old, um, book colleague, uh, Jordan, uh, Yurkovich, he went to KU, Kansas. Um, yeah. he put in three summers. Uh, he actually got testicular cancer and had to, um, step aside. Um, and so he spent that year recovering and beat cancer, um, like a boss. And then, uh, I started working with him in solar and then we got our, our faces kicked in, in San Diego saturated market. And. I don't know. I was in the headspace. I don't want to ever knock again. I don't want to go through this whole, like, uh, you know, sun's, I need to put on sunscreen. My lips are chapped from the sunlight. You know, it's like, there's, you're getting weathered literally when you do your job, you know, and you gotta have a rain jacket and all these other things, you know, just to do your job. Um, I don't know. I, I've, I've gotten rid of that like gag reflex because Mm -hmm. it is the most intimate interaction with the market. Right. Um, and it's, you're not expected. You're constantly having to like justify the reason why you're there asking them for time or money, however it plays out. Um, that is, that is the most dialed and purest form of, um, service and being out there in the market, like capitalism, all that stuff. Like everything eventually gets to that point. Um, like indirect means on social media, they, they get to that point, but it's yeah. not like I mean, you have to pay and make something else work for you. But mm. we know how to go out there and, dude, I know I'm talking a lot. This is this is fun. Uh, I love this, yeah, conversation. yeah, I, I agree with you. It's great, great chatting. But uh, um, Shane Hertig put this best old, uh, OL for the force, great, great friend. Um, he said. I'm always going to be confident for the rest of my life because if you, like, have me flying over some random, like, backwoods nowhere, like, part of the country, like, no no nothing, and you give me a book bag and a parachute, (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I'll
0: be able to put that on the front of my chest, put the back, you know, the parachute on the back, and then just jump out of that plane and go to work. Find Mm -hmm. a place to stay, you know, put, you know, if you got an order pad, you know, collect cash, right? And it was, it was so interesting to realize that we are self-sufficient. I've never had this fear of like, I'm never going to be able to provide for myself. Um, there's, there's times when it gets close and I'm like, ha, you know, and that's, that's the other thing about lower, lower paid jobs, but we're resourceful, we learn resourcefulness in door-to-door sales, uh, -hmm. because you make something from nothing. Right. And how beautiful is that? But
1: that's—I don't know—that's why I love it too, because it's like again yeah. coming from the the nature that I—I I mean, again, we've all again kind of that mindset. Not your nine to five. That's there's a reason why we like the commission.
0: It's like, oh yeah,
1: there it fuels you. Um, but it's you. Oh god, I'm losing my train of thought. What was I going to say? okay
0: wow. take your time.
1: Oh well, no, I do I, that. You're, you're getting me. I think it's it hit six thirty. That's what's happening. No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. Um. Do, 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 do yeah no i totally lost it i don't care that's cool, cool
0: man i've i've here, here's what's also interesting is yeah. um not everybody talks about it you know super openly but adhd is like this like buzzword i don't know like if you get a ton of ads on instagram and facebook and social media um it's a little ridiculous at times um but like attention um you know mm-hmm. it's, it's focused talking about your energies that are misdirected um that's why i love having life coach mr Willmetcher. I've got an ADHD specialized life coach, not diagnosed, um, every, every little, little thing that could add to a diagnosis. I'm like, yeah, I I struggle with these things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've noticed that when you just kind of let things sit for a second, you might remember what you were trying to say, like here in 30 seconds or like further down the road. But, uh, yeah, dude, anything under the sun, I appreciate getting to, to have such an open conversation with you. Um, did you have stuff written down on like, reflections from the book field or even um, knocking with pest control that you'd love to share with our audience here i
1: gonna mean, have a couple things i mean slight rant a little bit about like just philosophical or whatever just mindset wise um biggest thing that i've kind of acclaimed to as well is just kind of like uh the, the be do have mentality um it's very simple um but it's even thats like i mean Every time I explain it to you, it's different, so stick with me here. Um, <laughs> it's, it's basically that, where it's like we all have these hopes and these dreams and we all want to have big things or whatever, everything, right? Famous car, big person, all these friends, network, whatever. And it's it's reverse engineering that. I don't even remember exactly what it, what book it comes from or where it came from specifically. I've heard it a couple times now too, but it's it's reverse engineering that, where it's like, okay, take a millionaire, look at him. Yes, he's a millionaire, but what does he first do every single day? He's up right at dawn, doing all the stuff, all the habits. Even more though, to get to that physical point of even doing all those things, you got to actually previously be exactly. And it's and that's where it's like that's why I love retrospect and kind of like that type of mentality thinking so much because again, too many people try and get. They throw their goals out there, or they throw this out there, or their hopes and dreams. And they they just have it wrong order, yeah. Um, and and that's where you really need to stem down to. It's like you need to be first, or it's like you yeah. need to literally. And this is this goes to force out. I didn't even. It's weird and awkward how it lines up. It comes off again, kind of egotistical, but it's weird and it makes sense where I see myself now and where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, right. First number in books. Austin to this day, he literally in his phone. Everybody, I pulled up my phone or phone, and we, we like in, interchanged numbers before I even sold anything. And it said, Nathan, the beast straw.
2: <laughs>
1: but like, at that point, it was just kind of a douche, whatever. Like, oh, 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 douche. but like looking back on it, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's. Why have, again, not ego, why have I- like
0: to have a a high opinion of yourself.
1: Confidence, whatever. But it's like, yeah, it's like with our region, with our group of like active. like I've been the top sales guy the last two years. Um, And it's just kind of like that mindset. And it's like, that's the biggest thing I can go on. the floor that you
0: walk on mentally, right? No,
1: exactly. And it's like, it's being, yeah, you can't have it. You got to be a millionaire in your head before. Um, You got
0: to go do the shit that he's going to do
1: and then yeah magically you're you're gonna have some cool stuff
0: <laughs> yeah, man. do you still do like affirmations on the wall that kind of aid in that process of mentally brainwashing yourself of course i do and i think oh. it's and that's if you can't
1: tell a little bit it's it's got to be real it's got to come from that segues perfectly into something else i was going to talk about yeah. but um it's it's a piggy bank analogy when i was in full timing um that's one philosophy that kind of almost like created itself um and i started running with it where it's like that where it's like well we'll use sales for example door-to-door book sales um bug sale whatever you want to say it, door-to-door sales you you train in the spring right you do one little small training picture it as a dime or a quarter or something you have a piggy bank. you're like boink cool i'm 10 10 cents richer um, so that's that's your technical, there's all that going into it, but there's so much things going into that because every single time you read, you study, you train, you whatever, it's a dime, it it's a quote, it's, a penny, it's a. but now you're out there on the doors. Now you're knocking and there's, there's numerous, it's yes, you're technically sound. You can look back on that piggy bank and all the tech, like, yeah, you literally are a more technically sound salesman. Yeah. Now, confidence-wise, how's that i yeah i did i did all that i am that person i cool so that's that's the confidence and then it even takes it a step further because there's one thing to have confidence but then it's the other thing is like the deservability
0: um interesting i haven't heard that that word yeah. deservability like unpack it's, that
1: concept. Uh, it, it's a made up word probably, but it's basically that. It. like in that analogy sense, it's like, yeah, I'm technically sound. I'm, I'm a better salesperson. So I should be able to sell you confident wise. I did all this stuff. Yeah. I like should.
0: you can show up and like, it's there, but, and real, yeah. but
1: inner gut. And you know what I'm talking about too, inner mm-hmm. gut to be able to look somebody in a door to door realm in their face and say, I'm out here. I'm doing this. Job. I've done this job. Mm-hmm. This thing is me. Like I this. I'm your but, best chance yeah, to get Exactly. Away. Like you like here. I'm here now. Yeah. My truck's gonna be out tomorrow. I can do it in the morning or afternoon. What works better?
0: Dude, love. There's, it. There's
1: Whoa, there, it comes from a different place. Um, and that's that's where it's like it, you need to kind of get to mentally wise. And it's like, cool, culminate. Whatever you need to use to create that piggy banks, do it. Um
0: I'm gonna bug no no pun intended um you and and nick about what y'all have been building i i really love what you're sharing right here because it's you know my desire to to do everything and 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 more mm-hmm. uh within that same vein with nlight uh solar yeah. company i've been with yeah um, super passionate about you know the the chance to build a, a real business you know that mm-hmm. uh, makes that impact and sets up long-term future benefit and success for everyone that it touches right so um, yeah. I can tell that's exactly what you're doing, the way you carry yourself, the way that you're you know, describing your own sales tactic of like, Hey man, not only am I confident in my ability, but like, I'm putting in the work, so I'm getting what I'm coming for, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to feel ashamed about it. Cause it's a good thing. You, you provide yeah. a service, you know? So that's, that's really cool, man. Um, what else is there to, to kind of share from whether philosophical stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, some good business principles that you've been sharing. Um, what else comes to mind?
1: Let's see that. Um, going off of the slight thing there too. Um, humble. I don't know. Uh, good book I read as well too. That kind of. I don't know if it draws all this together or not, but I don't know. Just a, a random side book that I think it attaches well to, like what you put out and what you who you are as a person. You should actually get paid for, but the go giver. Um, that's a really good one. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, I forget actually. The,
0: oh yeah, yeah Bob, this Bob. this is the transition to what my thought process was going to when I was asking that question of what do you want to share? Um, what yeah. I would love to hear about because it it sounds like the go giver has to do with like doing a lot of good things so you can give a lot of good value and like charity, um, and charity has is a loaded word
1: so yeah well i was gonna say that's why it's good it has it's got your it's kind of like a i don't know if you guys have read the the alchemist or something similar to that
0: very very residually exposed to the alchemist definitely haven't read it though okay okay. yeah so
1: it's it's parable based um it has kind of like a story aspect to it but obviously it's real it's it's tangible stuff um yeah it's it's that it's kind of yeah giving but it's also like getting to a sense and it it Mm -hmm. Honestly, the way, yeah, I I actually sent it out to all my guys. Um, the second I read it, I was like, oh shit, this is fire, and I was like, what, cool. What would
0: you say is your key thesis takeaway from it?
1: Your your income, your direct is is how many people. And I'm probably slaughtering this, but that's one of the laws in there. It's basically like your compensation, your income, is directly correlated with how much influence and, and help or whatever that you yeah. actually like, give. Um, so, yeah, like, again, going back to be, do, have philosophy, it's like, everybody hates these million, one percenters, oh, they're all rich.
0: Sure. It's
1: because they've impacted, even though it's, like you look at a computer tech guy guru, oh, he created a bit, oh, he's a tech company guy, he's a billionaire, screw you, one person. How many people on a day-to-day basis yeah. use that app and that app saves them five or 10 minutes?
0: Yeah, so I not mean, a, that's it's, exactly it's not
1: right. a personal life-changing basis, but yeah, how many people did he connect with? Influence, it's influence.
0: Because I'll, I'll tell you this, man, um, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that there are definitely people who've gamed the system um, that should not yeah, have the money yeah. that they have and have caused yeah. more harm than good. Yeah, um, exactly. but so. you're 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 definitely not wrong because those that do provide mm-hmm. the most positive influence. Are certainly going to, you know, set themselves up, right? Exactly. That's, that's why it's still a business principle. It applies to just about anybody to go out there and be be a good beacon of light, right? Just mm-hmm. be a better human, you know, and utilize the the you know tools of business to mm-hmm. administer that that benefit to the world. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's what we believe in. Light. That's that's like part of our mission statement is to shed light over a dark world type of stuff. Yeah. Um, no.
1: I think it's the longevity and even just to hit on that and expand on that, I think it's the longevity realistically, because it's like, yeah, a company you you said it yourself, some people have got their unethical, whatever, but it's like especially nowadays, it's the like you gotta be transparent. People are gonna see through, they're gonna figure it out. And it's like, yeah, you can keep it going, you can make your money for however long. But again, you look at your actual people influences and like that are continuously year in, year out, all that. Tony Robbins
0: yeah absolutely
1: like it's yeah he's he's a billionaire yeah. but it's how literally how many people has he impacted and changed your life yeah and his, the, the his, and that's
0: his whole focus exactly his other focus you know he's one of the most servant-minded people I've been able to learn from mm-hmm. through our CEO Julio set me up with doing Alicia in the power within which we talked that's about um, recently know i learned about drinking good water good hydration right here's some ph alkaline water um and you know doing things for your overall health um you know shout out again to elevate wellness for uh being the the type of people to help you out with that um yeah these really successful people the world that live into these principles um that to me is what southwestern did so excellently is like making that their thing um here's something Here's a little conversation piece. I'm hanging out with someone who currently does work with the the book company, and he was telling me that just within the last year or two, they changed their mission statement from being the best company in the world at helping uh, young people to, to develop their skills and character um, to reach their goals in life. Right? You know, comes you know through me. I lived that mission statement for years. It is now to help people, young people, be the best. You know skills and character no there's actually the word best isn't even in the mission statement anymore um so they're they're kind of you know saying hey we'll 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 just do that but are we the best we don't want to claim it mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting which is very interesting i don't know what do you think about that
1: i don't know because and that's i say i don't know but it's it's kind of and that's more or less what i've came to in a roundabout way after getting into active and stuff where it's like everybody's going to have their different life trajectory everybody's going to do their different things there's no right or wrong or whatever yeah but just yeah wherever you're at i guess just make sure you're doing it to the best of your ability (laughs) um like too many again i don't and it just goes to show for itself but it's like everybody has a role everybody has a specific um I'm biased. It's door to door, straight commission sales. Yes. If you, Aptive is a good vehicle. If you want to get capital, go there. But if you're not that mindset, if you're nothing at all and you want to go a mission statement or something, who's the hell to say I'm a right and wrong advocate for that? And Aptive is the best way. Right. And it's and it's that where it's like I've I've I don't care if it's growing up or whatever, I've I've so much came to a concrete conclusion of like everybody's gonna have their different past. Everybody has a different purpose, whatever. I don't really think I love different. how this is going. I love this. You find yourself in somewhere anyway, but again, going into nuggets, kind of different books, whatever. Victor Frankoff. Um Frankel. Um Frankel, sorry. I slider yeah. with you. you can't tell. But yeah, a man's right. search for meaning. Like I yeah. read that book how do you through a Holocaust and you find meaning and like read it if you haven't yet people like you, it changes your perspective, but yeah. So go into that and go into just everything in a roundabout way. And that, that's where I've kind of found myself where it's like me personally, I don't love sales. Me personally, I don't love door-to-door sales. Me personally, I don't wake up to do door sales, but the biggest most concrete thing is like, and what I've kind of came in, even like I figured it out in books I see my track record, I track record. I see where I come from <laughs> all over the place, injured, not per whatever. And now I'm where I'm at. And it's just to, it, it's that, where it's like, cool. Everybody comes from a different place. Now I'm getting a little bit hit or miss, but it's like, yeah, do what you can do, do the, your best ability. And from yeah. there, it is what it is. I mean, everybody has a different calling ish. Now it's you know, whatever I'm done.
0: Cool. That's <laughs> all right, man, dude. I am so thankful for this conversation. And we've been talking about more than I was expecting, Uh, you know, just in full candor to everybody who hasn't noticed. um, Some people have been wondering why I haven't been on um, as a host as much lately. Um, Nate, you're the second um, interview I've done in the past month plus. Um, That's just because I've been really focused on uh, what I've been doing with Nlight. Just, you know, full transparency there. they are one of our sponsors. This is literally where I'm supposed to plug them as one of our sponsors in this part of the episode. I'll just You're say, right. hey, we're, we're doing exactly what um, Nathan here and Nick are doing for pest control. We're doing for the solar industry. Um, so I've really, really enjoyed the chance to work with Julio um, because he recognizes my degree, my background, You know, the, the fact that I've spent literally 10 years in this industry and actually been to a number of other solar companies um, only to find what doesn't work. Um, so what we've done is we've really spelled things out for people um, to be like, hey, no matter what market you're in, like you can use me as a resource and I'll be able to find out every little detail and give you a clear path of here's the metrics, here's how to go out there. Um, you know, people making one sale a week are on track to to hit six figures. Um, and that's not, not mm-hmm. too shabby um, doing a sale a week. Um, so we, we enjoy our work, um, not just because of the amazing income opportunity, but also because like it's, it's fulfilling, it's good work. Um, I, I personally have always wanted to have my work be in line with, you know, saving the planet or whatever. Green, green renewable stuff um, has so many benefits beyond just cleaning up where we get our energy from. It's also a great way to take ownership so that, you know, eventually one day we're not going to have to pay for electricity. That's a pipe mm-hmm. dream right now. It's hard to conceive. Um, we're still probably going to have to use fossil fuels for many, many years to come. Um, I'm, you know, keen to that. However, um, be part of the revolution. Join in We'll get you doing well. And we love talking with people who have that entrepreneurial mindset of like, you know, how people work, you know, the psychology of, of selling because you've been in the book world. Um, and so selfishly. You know, that's that's a huge reason why I, I've been really um taking some time to myself, but then also mm-hmm. give my chance to come back on these episodes and, and sing some praises. So love working with light Hit me up if you're curious. Next, we'll talk about V designly. They are building our website, if you haven't heard, um, some Estonians, Oscar and Oliver, Oscar Koha and uh Oliver Reynos. And uh, we just had Oliver on Sunday with his wife Merka to finish off our February couples episode and it was really cool to hear all about the the care and detail that they put into their work because basically what you have in america for website designers is a really high ticket item that they just charge you like crazy and say yeah we'll, we'll build you a good website and they, they kind of slap stuff together copy paste type of thing uh, but in estonia um, they've built such a solid team they're very intelligent in the software space in estonia that's like what they're known for skype was built in estonia um, and so what they've done with V Designly um, is like have really quality website building at really low cost. It's like less than half of what you'd see, like a $25,000 website is not out of bounds for like a, a website designer from America. And they're less than half of that. Um, so we've been really thankful for the chance to be their first American customers. Um, check out the ponytails website coming soon. I know we've been talking about it for a while. Um, and that's, it's, it is a bit of time to, to build this thing out, but we're thankful for them. Um, if you want a new website, let's uh, get you in touch with our friends from Estonia. So um, Nate, Nathan, I know that uh, I, I, I just, I, I love saying Nate because that's, that's literally I Really, honestly,
1: I mean, that goes, it's, and I don't know, it's funny because it, it really was, it was literally that. Cause I would be, I'd be like, Hey, how's it going? I'm Nate. And then sales, straight line, all that. Like, again, our main purpose is to get to A to B as smooth <laughs> as possible. Yeah. And, confused, here, the exactly. and here I am, I kind of realized that I was like within the first three to five seconds of every single interaction that people are on, huh? And I was yeah, like,
0: Nick, Matt, Jake, right? I'm so Nate. <laughs> I love saying Nate because some people think I say that when I say I'm Nick and I'm like, okay, yep, Nate, power to the Nates. So Nate, it is. Way. That's awesome. <laughs> it's been fun hanging out with you, man. Um, you know, obviously it's it's really cool what you have going on. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. been thankful that y'all have been a sponsor for us. Um I know that Nick is pausing the sponsorship for now just because, you know, y'all are focused on selling. Um yeah. you're about ready to get out there and crush it, man. So we're running. I yeah, was best say. Best humble
1: humble toss out too. Obviously, still have what I think three, three or four spots, but Okay. still hiring still hiring so cool. we had me, like me me personally with my rookies top rookie two years ago with me my personal made 36 never no sales experience last wow. year no sales experience made 40. so
0: that's not too shabby man
1: brag um, let me teach you um and i i, I, remember, I remember back a
0: but, in, a, in a not so humble way 36 thousand dollars at the current that that would be like a first year selling um, forty eight hundred units um, in today's take home pay, which is not not too shabby. But if we're talking like when we were first recruited, and oh, would have to sell seven thousand two hundred units to reach that. Ooh. yeah. So imagine if we sold. Not too bad first summer. summer. No, not bad, right?
1: <laughs> not too bad for first summer. Um, but yeah, no, that's why it's. I was gonna say I did remember where I was going a little bit, but role, purpose in life, all that. That's where I've more or less culminated to is like, I love teaching people. I like teaching them. I see where I came from and it's like square one. Everybody has a different life trajectory. I love if I could take 18, 19, 20 year old, that's who the heck knows, or even a college graduate where I was like, hey, where are you going? Yeah. Two years, three years later, all of a sudden they're like managing a sales team. It's like,
0: that's a a great feeling, man. So thank you for sharing that. Um, What's the best way people can reach out to you?
1: I would say Instagram. It's my name, Nathan Strahl. And then I guess Facebook, um, Snapchat. I've been trying to use stuff more or less, just kind of post and get out there and let you guys follow even the boring stuff in my life, try and get you with a couple of these every once in a while. Um, you know, but yeah, fa- or uh, Instagram would probably be the most where I'm most active. So Nathan Straw,
0: Love it, man. Well, again, thank you for joining us. If this was your first episode um, or your 10th episode, or we're getting close to our hundredth episode, do note that we are chugging right along two episodes a week. Um, that that hundredth episode is coming on uh, March 17th. So listen to us live on YouTube, find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram as well. Uh, you can get us on any major um, podcast platform, Spotify, Google podcasts. I don't know who uses that, but a lot of people you listen to us on Apple, right? So everywhere um we're really building this network of like hey this there is a network out there that's kind of hidden and invisible and we're bringing it to life this is this is the ponytail's network
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and we're glad that you're part of it man um yeah. go go crush it this summer we're cheering you on and uh yeah I'm definitely going to bug you for some bug bug content and how I was going
1: to say yeah back. Please do. And even on a real, I mean, on a real sense too, of what the four or five, 10 people, I don't know how many people listen. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, Realistically, if anybody wants to reach out, any past, present, whatever book kids, whether it's job or even just, yeah. I love to just talk life philosophy. I realized that the first summer I started um, recruiting, all of a sudden I'd get in these life chats with people and I was like, oh shit, I'm talking about books, question mark, or is this like So yeah, hit me up chat with me. We'll, we'll we'll run something, fitness, I don't care, business, finance. I'll get into real estate soon here. So,
0: Well, I appreciate having you in my life. So um, goodbye, everybody. Tune in for future episodes and we'll see you there. Thanks. And we'll see you at Bizzler. So sign right. up, right?
1: <laughs> All right. See you, Nick. Thank you so much.